Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Book Sounds Book Review Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Tracy. And as you can tell, since I'm introducing, Tracy's got a book for us today. What are we talking about today, Tracy? All right. Today we are talking about Divergent Mind by Janera Narenberg. This is actually a book that Eric read first, but he read it quite some time ago. So if he had anything to it, it'll be very, very little. I'm sure I'll be able to add plenty once you start talking about it. But yeah, that was a... That was kind of a tough read for me. It's and it is it it was. I was actually I kind of celebrated when I got to the end <laughs> because, because as we have discussed, I think a couple times on this before, it's if you read something that is written by a psychologist, and this girl is actually not a psychologist, but if you if you read something that is that is basically just about the head, mm-hmm. it it can be really really hard a hard read. And this one, this one was just, yeah. I don't know. It's always my theory that typically in these books where I just want to understand the, how it is that we think the things we think, you know what I mean? But I don't, right. I don't care what neurons connect to make this stuff happen. And there's a lot yeah. of that talk in these types of books, which makes them a really, really hard read. Right. And I don't even know in this book if she does a lot of that with the whole neurons and stuff like that. But there's the my big issue with this book was she we we called this girl the man hater. Yes, and that was a big part of this too. And the big thing was so this this book is written by a girl and she has she has I'm not entirely sh- I can't entirely remember what uh, she has, but she is neurodivergent. And this is a book that talks about neurodivergence, which for any of you who aren't quite familiar, this book just basically talks about what it is. Neurodivergence is is a, a fairly new term that is basically saying this is so that we're not saying not normal. It's mm-hmm. it's anybody who has anything with their brain that is, say, autism, bipolar, sensory processing disorder, which was a new one for me, dyslexia, just all sorts of the gambit. And instead of saying you guys are not normal, we're going to say that you are neurodivergent. So she has something or possibly a couple things that make her neurodivergent and it wasn't caught until later. And because of that, she's saying that she blames a lot of men for a lot of reasons. And to be fair, now, before you go any further, to be fair, I do believe that this, the person that wrote this book probably has an audience of some sort in that that audience is very strongly focused on on the woman movement or however you want to describe it. So yeah, so she could very this, much be a feminist, and right, okay, that's a good term, feminist, and and so she was probably writing it in this way to relate to her audience, that, which we are not part of her audience, so we don't relate to that, right? And so. that and that could very well be, and there's there's bits and pieces that I understand. She's you know, it's almost like she was saying she felt like she had to be this sort of person and and be a perfect girl until a certain age. And I understand I was always that kind of a girl, but I never felt like it was the men in my life or the men surrounding me that made me feel that way. It was just 
me being that way, me feeling like I just had to be a proper person because I was different, not because I was a girl, not because of who I was. I feel like if I was a guy, and maybe, maybe I wouldn't have, maybe if I was a guy, I'd be like, I would have felt like I could have been different playing football. But I think with the issues I had, I would have been a different kind of geek Mm -hmm. instead of that. So either way, I was just sort of trying to be my quiet self, staying out of trouble, which I think she was too. And so she wasn't, all of her issues weren't caught until later, which was same as me. And I think she, for whatever reason, blames that on these male doctors. And male doctors weren't catching ADHD in women until later for a lot of reasons as what I'm describing now. Mm -hmm. And, but I also don't think it's, I don't think it's their fault if it's not showing it's, it's not showing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, it's possible that they could have done more, but also they were diagnosing and how many people who didn't have it back in the day. So it's a very fine line. Right. So, but there were some things that I did learn in this book. And actually, other than, than the few downsides we just mentioned, I remember this book being pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, she went off on some tangents in places, and then I just had to kind of blaze <laughs> over them, which is what I do sometimes in, the, mm-hmm. in these books when I'm like, okay, I don't need to know this, do I? Mm-hmm. And uh, But I, I will say I, I learned a good bit. There was this was the first time I had ever heard about sensory processing disorder, and I want to learn, look up more about that. Unfortunately, she didn't spend a lot of time on that. Do you know what what it specifically is? It I don't think it talked a whole lot about that. Unfortunately, but it basically is is where you have trouble processing like you can either you sometimes run too hot you run too cold which i definitely do you have troubles that's where what is it is there it there's so much for me to just all of a sudden really get into but i think that's where to you get when you know when when there's too much that happens at once you know Sen- sensory overload yes yeah, sensory overloads you get that a lot easier oh, okay okay so so yeah, so you get sensory overload a lot easier, I think. And there's there's just a lot more that happens. And I don't think I necessarily have that, but I think I might have tweaks of that or like there might be hints that I'm really close to. It's so hard because when you have something in your brain, it's like, oh, I'm close to that, but maybe not. And so it's really hard to be like, yes, I'm diagnosed as bipolar. However... I'm like this and I'm like this. Do I have this? Do I have this? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very it's a very hard thing. And so this book actually let me kind of explore like is it possible that I might have any of these other things? And she talked about the highly sensitive person a lot, which I don't know if that's actually I think that's a diagnosis or that could just be a person who's just very sensitive. I'm not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. That part got really confusing to me because it's almost like, okay, there's a highly sensitive person who's also this. But but yeah, it, it always would go back to the highly sensitive person. So 
that that got a little bit confusing, but it it talked about that. So if you ever con- want to learn about a highly sensitive person, read this book. Mm-hmm. So so that's that was kind of intriguing to me because she talked a lot about highly sensitive people. But I mean, it did give me a lot of information about about the neurodivergent people, and it says like how she would go to her her therapist and she would have her sit in a hammock. And because it was just sort of like it'd be being in the womb. And I'm like, well, that's why I like my hammock so much. Because <laughs> it's just, it's a very comforting space. It's mm. just, you're sort of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're just hanging and you you don't have a, a space. You're just, you're just there. And I like that. And she does talk about the history of, of going through mental illness. of Not her history, but just the history in general of of the struggles and and uh and that that is actually really really interesting of of how how men or how women just used to be locked up and stuff like that and i'm just like yeah well at least we've come a little ways <laughs> since, since since then so so yeah now we just need to get to a point when we can talk about it freely in the world cuz mm-hmm. we're closer we're just not there yet but uh but yeah, it did it did really have some great ideas. She just needed to kind of flesh them out without having a chapter where she's like, and those damn men. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she I mean she didn't say it quite like that, but she pretty much did. But yeah, I there were some parts where I found myself really getting into it, into the different things that she talked about, but it's just it's really hard because you were reading a book and I'm I'm now reading it and you're like, this book is so much better. It talks about <laughs> about how you don't have to be hindered if you're neurodivergent and this and this and this and and this one is just like, ma'am, your life is over. You know, and it's it's just like if I would have learned earlier and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, this is such a sad book practically. And it's not, and it's like, it's like, yeah, you can go through therapy and do this and this. And, but she's just like, she's almost a negative person. I would go as far as to say that the re the most enjoyment I got out of this book was because it was the first book that ever yes. talked about neurodivergence. Right. This you is know, the first and it book that we found. me to that concept. And that's what made it good. Yes. But like the book that now the book that you're reading now, I also read that book and I feel like that book started out really really strong yes. and, and then, then it's, it's fizzled it fizzled out after a while. Yeah. But but I still feel like in the first like two chapters of that book, I felt like it was me writing it because I everything I thought is what the therapist <laughs> said on the right. or whatever the doctor said in the book. And so that one was really powerful, but yeah, I, I don't don't know. I don't like if know I, that if I could recommend. We would read that book this. now, the one we're talking about now. If we would even like it at all, just yeah. because we've been exposed to the concept of neurodivergence now, and yeah. I don't know how good of a book it was for that. It was only right. good because it was a book that covered that topic. Right. So right. no offense if the author's writing, but you just not my style of writing no so i I mean no i i agree it's like you kind of have to be be open with it and be like well this is this is just kind of this is the way it is like i don't know i would i I guess i would sort of recommend it in the sense that well this is this it wasn't that hard to read honestly but 
it just, and maybe it wasn't that hard to read because I'm already familiar with a lot of the terms that were in it. And she isn't a, a psychologist. She's just a, like a journalist type person. Mm. But it it just it got it got our feet wet in terms of the the neurodivergence and some of the other kind of the things that that are that are put under the neurodivergent umbrella but in terms of that unfortunately i wasn't a huge fan of this book and i was just really happy to get it done with yeah. so and i'm thinking and i'm thinking maybe if you're really, 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 really big into the feminist movement and you have a dislike for the male gender in general and things like that, maybe this book would be very relatable for yeah, you. Like, I, I have, bet you her audience might would love this book. Yeah, I have seen but, some people give it a good rating on on Goodreads. So, I have. It's not like it doesn't get good ratings. It's just it just wasn't for us, right? It, and it was just the wrong. I mean. It was just the wrong audience. Yeah, it was it she she got the wrong people involved with this book this time. You know, like there's yeah. the right people to read your book and this we weren't the right people to read the book. So so in, in it actually the content in it might be way better than we think. We just got obsessed with the fact that like stop ripping on men. <laughs> you yeah. know, like like this isn't just men's fault. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's it's everybody's fault here. I mm. mean, it's like it wasn't always just men that were doctors. Eventually, mm. eventually everybody. But and and very clear that I don't have a problem with people feeling that way. It's just right. that, that that I can't read a book that you write if you feel that way because I just don't agree with you. And right. It's not even maybe that I don't agree with you. It's just that that's not what I want to read. Yeah, like say your piece and and be yeah. done with it, and then go on with. I didn't read a neurodivergence book to hear about how awful men are. Yeah, so so yeah, that's kind of. I'm curious, what would you give this book a rating of? You know, I actually gave it a three point five, just because it does have still have some good information. Yeah, yeah, and and I think to give it much lower than that would be kind of unfair because. Because we were so jaded by just one aspect of that book, and and that's and that's the thing. Because I don't, I I, I actually re- really thought pretty hard about it, and I'm like, I, I don't want to give it too high, but then I'm like, but I can't give it too low because I learned a good bit. Like I had, I think, two pages worth of notes. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I didn't learn; I just didn't I just didn't enjoy my learning which I know people are like you're learning you're not supposed to enjoy your learning but this kind wrong. of learning believe it or not I do enjoy learning yeah and so and whoever whoever said that out there in the audience that you shouldn't you're learning you shouldn't enjoy it you're wrong you yeah, should enjoy it when you learn yeah especially so. when I'm when I'm learning about my brain and and stuff like that like this this kind of learning i i love reading about this and finding out why i am the way i am and and when when somebody is just basically saying somebody dropped the ball like okay so somebody dropped the ball like let's pick it up and find out what's wrong Mm -hmm. and and fix this problem and not not blame people i get it It's, it's it's messed up 
So so people weren't diagnosed until later. That that sucks. It really, really does. I I don't think I was diagnosed until later with some stuff. Proposed solutions don't just point out problems. Right. Exactly. So. You know, that goes back to uh, a book that Eric that Eric reviewed with irrationality. <laughs> like like let's not just point fingers. Let's fix this, okay? Mm. So so yeah, that's that's just basically where where I'm at with this one. It just it just became where I'm like, okay, cool. So now we're we're gonna talk about that. You know, and, and she gave examples and told some stories. And some of the stories I was just like, well, I just this it's an okay story and I don't know. I do like when they give examples with stories, but then sometimes the stories get a little bit eh. I think it's funny because I think you had a much more negative experience with that book than I did. And I maybe, remember that but book see, being you're always you're a better nonfiction reader than I am too. Yeah, that's and so maybe that's true. maybe that's it. Maybe I just wanted to get back to my my fiction books. I don't know. That's probably a very good possibility. I don't know. Yeah, I mean because nonfiction and fiction deliver a completely different experience, and yeah, and, I get to just get away you know, with my fiction prefer, books. Yeah, and... if you prefer a fiction experience, then yeah, you're right. You're probably just going to which is which is funny though because again, like I said, I do just really like to learn about what's going on in my head. But it's I guess it's all depends on how it's presented. Mm-hmm. If I can read and it's just it's giving me all this this really great information and it it takes me away where where I don't want to stop reading about what's going on and and even if it's not necessarily me, even if it's about uh, somebody with dyslexia and I don't have dyslexia, but I'm. I'm really intrigued. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But but then if it's if it's just not written in a good way or and I'm not even saying it's written in a bad way. She's a good writer, but if it's written in a way that I don't want to read, mm-hmm. then yeah, I just I just want to be done with it. Yeah, so with this book I would tell you that if you're okay with that fe- feminist movement type stuff, you might enjoy this book a lot more than we did. Yeah, and, and hey, you could I- also dislike it a lot more because I don't really feel like I wasn't getting vilely angry at her for the things she was saying. I was just annoyed. Yeah, well, it and- seemed unnecessary to me. Right, because the thing is, is that I'm, I, I don't know. For me, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm all like about about bringing up women and stuff like that, but I, I don't like to to put down people in the process and mm-hmm. she's just really she's just really being hard on and maybe we're maybe we're just being hard on her but we might be but well i mean i don't feel like i'm being too hard on her i, I just feel like it wasn't my thing and i don't know like i, I it wasn't to me it wasn't really appropriate for the type of book it was yeah. either but but then again i also do agree with the fact that if she's writing this book for her audience and her audience right. fits that profile, then absolutely it was appropriate True. for her to do it that way. So, and it just so happened to be that we happened to stumble upon it and we're not part of her audience, didn't know what her right. audience was about. And it was just kind of a turnoff to us. Right. So, and that could very well be. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you want to read it, definitely read it. It, it. It's got some good points. Just know what you're going into. Yeah. And, and and I would love if somebody completely disagrees with this 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 
you know, our opinions on it, let us know because maybe we missed something. But, but I mean, I just remember closing every chapter and thinking, do you really need to hate guys that much? You know, like, <laughs> and she's because, married too. Because it seemed like every chapter closed out with some just derogatory thing about a terrible thing that men were doing. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And maybe I just, maybe it only happened like twice and I just, was obsessed with it, but it felt like it was like every chapter closed out like that. So, yeah. So it has a beautiful cover though. I can <laughs> say does. that much. I loved that. So, but yeah, it's, it was a fine book. Just, just not what I was hoping for. That's all. So, yeah. Still haven't nailed the neurodivergent book thing yet. So we might not. Probably not, but so. All right. Well, do, do you have anything else? Are we going to wrap this one up? I All think right. we can wrap that one up. All right. So that'll wrap up the this episode for The the Divergent Mind by Jenna something. Janera Nirenberg. Thank you. Tracy's much better at this. She's also got the book over by her, and I'm yes. trying to read it upside down, <laughs> so it's not very easy. So, But, yep, so that'll wrap this episode up. We'll be back shortly with another episode, I'm sure. And we thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks, guys.